I'm Zim, and you're listening to the Helpful Photographer Podcast in collaboration with New York City Photo Safari. To register for a safari, please visit NewYorkCityPhotoSafari.com. In my experience, there seems to be three key reasons why people shoot in aperture priority. One is, somehow they think it will make their pictures look better than shooting in auto. The second is because shooting in manual is just a little too hard for them. And third is they want to control their depth of field, which they think will make their pictures look better. I will argue that changing your depth of field will make your pictures look different, but not necessarily better. Okay, so you want to make your pictures look different. That's okay, and shooting an aperture priority can help. But there are definitely some things you need to keep in mind. Depending on how you have your camera set up, when you use aperture priority, you are fundamentally telling your camera to please set your shutter speed and your ISO. But here's the problem. If you have set your camera to a static ISO, then your camera has no option but to move your shutter speed to compensate for changing light conditions. As photographers, we're almost always working with less light than we want. So when you move your apertures to like f16 or f22, you're losing light. As a result, the camera has to do one of two things. Slow down the shutter speed or raise the ISO. If you have a static ISO, as I just said, the camera has to slow down the shutter speed. So what, you ask? Well, if you're shooting outside in the middle of the day and there's plenty of light, this isn't much of a problem. But let's say you enter a building, like the New York Public Library, which is more or less akin to a cave. The lack of light and your high aperture means that your camera is going to have to really slow down to gather enough light for a good exposure, likely to the point at which you can no longer handhold your camera without a blurry image. But, you might ask, what if I set a minimum shutter speed? Then I'm guaranteed a sharp shot. That's a nice idea, but here's the problem. If you did that and also set a low static ISO, then your image will most certainly be underexposed because it is no longer allowed to gather more light via shutter speed. If you set an auto ISO, then it's going to go through the roof and your resolution is going to be crap. But then the question is, what if I also set a ceiling on my auto ISO? Then we're back to the problem of underexposure, because then the camera isn't allowed to use ISO to gather more light either. Let's review. You have low light and you have set a high aperture, which reduces the light you are gathering through your lens. Then you set a limit on your shutter speed, so your camera can't get more light there. And then you set a limit on your ISO, which again limits your camera's ability to get more light all of which will result in a moderately to grossly underexposed image when you're under low light. So what about moving ISO manually to compensate for the problem? Yeah, you're right. Of course, you have to do that. But let's do the math. You're shooting outside in broad daylight, shooting f16 at 1 over 125th of a second and ISO 100 with a 50mm lens. All is good but then you enter the library and you lose seven stops of light, which is absolutely conceivable. And actually it's a bit wishful because it's likely to drop more than that. With the 50 millimeter lens, you can drop your shutter speed to one over 50 comfortably. At least most people can. But now to make up the other four stops, you have to move your ISO, which will leave you at 6,400 ISO. For most cameras, this is definitely a huge drop in image quality. Some of you will say, I can live with 6400. That's fine and there's nothing wrong with that. But I find that most people shooting in aperture priority set their minimum ISO to ISO 400, which means that their shutter speed now drops to one eighth of a second. 
which is well below anyone's handhold capability, even with image stabilization. And of course, if you're shooting on a tripod, slow shutter speeds don't matter, but most people aren't. So this is the long way to say that the most common mistake is choosing too high of an aperture trying to get more depth of field without consideration for shutter speed or ISO. There are other problems with shooting a high aperture, which I won't go into here, but just know that they're there. Another common problem I see with people shooting an aperture priority is choosing too low of an aperture. Many photographers will head towards that 1.8 or 1.2 hoping for that beautiful shallow depth of field, especially when shooting portraits. But very often, shooting wide open at such low apertures mean that your range of focus is so narrow that you have to hit your focus exactly, and any slight shift of the camera forward or back means that what you intended to have in focus isn't. Also, shooting wide open with a very wide lens often introduces vignetting or fall off. Vignetting is when the corners of your image go dark and fall off is when those corners lose focus. Shooting just one or two stops in from your max will help resolve this problem. To be clear, not all lenses do this, but you have to pay attention to the ones that do. In order to figure that out, you have to run a test. So the most common problems with shooting an aperture priority is not understanding the consequences of using different apertures beyond changes in depth of field. So choose wisely, and until next time, keep on shooting!